0: The Wonderful is Laws, by L. Frank Baum. Chapter 19. This is a Livervox recording. All the Livervox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Livervox.org. Chapter 19. Attacked by the Fighting Trees. The next morning, Dorothy kissed the pretty green girl goodbye, and they all shook hands with the soldier with the green whiskers, who had walked with them as far as the gate. When the guardian saw them again, he wondered greatly that they could leave a beautiful city and get into new trouble. But he at once unlocked their spectacles, and when he put them in the box, and gave them many good wishes to carry them. You are now a ruler, he said to the Scarecrow, so you must come back as soon as possible. As certainly shall I am able, the Scarecrow replied, but I must help Dorothy get home first. As Dorothy bade the good-natured guardian a last farewell, she said, I have been very kindly treated in your lovely city, and everyone has been good to me. I cannot tell you how grateful I am. Don't try, my dear, he answered. We shall like to keep you with us, but if you wish to return to Kansas, I hope you'll find a way. He then opened the gate of the outer wall, and they walked forth and started upon their journey. The sun shone brightly as our friends turned their faces towards the land of the south. They were all in best of spirits, and laughed and shouted together, Dorsey was once filled with hope of getting home, and the scarecrow and the tin woodman were glad to be of use to her. As for the lion, he sniffed the fresh air with delight and whisked his tail from side to side in pure joy at being in the country again, while Toto ran around them and chased the moths and butterflies, barking merrily all the time. City life does not agree with me at all," mocked the lion. As they walked along in a brisk pace, I have lost much flesh since I lived there, and how anxious I am for a chance to show the other beasts how courageous I have grown. They now turned and took a last look at the Emerald City. All they could see was the massive towers and steeples behind the green walls, and high above everything, the spires and dome of the Palace of Oz. Oz was not such a bad wizard, after all, said the tin Wood man, as he felt his heart rattling around his breast. He knew how to give my brains, and very good brains, too, said the Scarecrow. If Oz had taken a dose of the same courage he gave me, added the lion, he would have been a brave man. Dorsey said nothing. Oz had not kept the promise he made to her, but he had done his best, so she forgave him. As he said, he was a good man, even if he was a bad wizard. The first day of the journey was through the green fields and the bright flowers that stretched about the emerald city on every side. They slept the night on the grass, with nothing but the stars over them, and they rested very well indeed. In the morning, they traveled on until they came to a thick wood. There was no way of going around it, for it seemed to extend to the right and left as far as they could see, and besides, they did not dare change the direction of their journey for fear of getting lost, so they decided for the place where it would be easiest to get through to the forest. The scarecrow, who was in the lead, finally discovered a big tree with such wide-spreading branches that there was room for party to pass underneath. So, he walked forward to the tree, but just as he came under the first branches, they bent down and twined him around. And the next minute, he was raised on the ground and flung headlong among his fellow travelers. This did not hurt the scarecrow, but it surprised him, and he looked rather dazed when he picked him up. "'Here is another space between the trees,' called the lion. "'Let me try it first,' said the Scarecrow, for it does not hurt me to get thrown about.' "'He walked up to another tree as he spoke, "'but its branches immediately seized him and tossed him back again.' "'This is strange,' exclaimed Dorsey. "'What shall we do now?' "'The trees seem to have made up their minds to fight us and stop our journey,' remarked the lion. "'I believe I will try it myself,' said the woodman, shouldering his axe, he marched up to the first tree that had handled the scarecrow so roughly. When a big branch bent down to seize him, the woodman chopped at it so fiercely that he cut it in two. At once, the trees began shaking all its branches as if pain, and the Tid woodman passed safely under it. Come on, he shouted to the other, be quick. They all ran forward and passed under the tree without injury, except Toto, who was caught by a small branch and shaken until he howled. The woodman promptly chopped off the branch and set the little dog free. The other trees of the forest did nothing to keep them back, so they made up their minds that only the first four trees could bend down their branches, and that probably these were the policemen of the forest, and given this wonderful power in order to keep strangers out. The four travelers walked with ease through the trees until they came to the farther edge of the wood then to their surprise they found before them a high wall which seemed to be made of white china it was smooth like the surface of a dish and higher than their heads what shall we do now asked dorothy i shall make a ladder said the tin woodman for we certainly must climb over the wall End of Chapter 19.